This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Everyone's a critic on BFM 89.9. Hello, you're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Sharmila Ganesan. And this week, we are doing a review. It's an exhibition that's currently happening at the Ilham Gallery uh, by the Malaysia Design Archive. It's called Project 555, Small Observations of an Ongoing Pandemic. And that's on until the 11th of December. Uh, There's also an online version of it that you can look up on the Malaysia Design Archive website. That's malaysiadesignarchive.org. Now, joining me for today's review is Adriana Nordin-Manan, who is a writer, playwright and a translator. Always good to have you back, Adriana. Hi, Sharmila. It's been a while, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So, I think we need to contextualize what this exhibition is. So Malaysia Design Archive, over the course of the pandemic and uh, the lockdown, specifically in 2020 and 2021, put out a call for people to opt in to receive a 555 notebook and then document their experiences, essentially journal, for a period of a month. People could do anything they want, really. And then they got the notebook sent back and this exhibition is basically a display of those notebooks. Let's start with your prime, uh, your observations. I mean, overall, what did you make of this exhibition? I, I guess even the concept of it and as a way of documenting these past two years? Uh, I will divide your question actually into two. Uh, the idea of it, of documenting, I love these things. That I would love, I think there are some parts, I, I believe in New York at least, they're like museums of like journals, right? Where people submit their journals and you can just read them. So that, that idea I really like. But the idea of documenting this pandemic, I don't know if it's because it's too soon or just because I just still have many unprocessed feelings and thoughts about it and we're still in the pandemic, yeah? Uh, I don't want to deny that. Um, that I'm a bit iffy and I was a bit, I'm less uh, uh, happy and like, yeah, toasty uh, in the heart when I think about, yeah, this particular uh, project, yeah. I think that's absolutely fair and spot on. Um, It's not that I don't think this was a great initiative. I actually think, Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. It's really accessible. It um, is very emotional. Um, It also does that that thing, which I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but it gives you a sort of fly on the wall look into another person's thoughts, emotions, Mm -hmm. experiences, which is always compelling. Um, But you're right that it's not the easiest thing to look back on. And again, I don't know whether it's because we're looking back at it too soon, uh, whether some of this still feels quite raw and and too close in some ways. Um, I, I thought that for what it's worth, having these diaries is both important and also even maybe a part of the processing of some of the feelings that we are Mm -hmm. still feeling, right? Um, And I'd like to see something like this perhaps extended, maybe, um, you know, as and when the pandemic is over, um, because, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, you're right, we're still sort of in the middle of it, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether we might see a different sort of project emerge from this. But overall, I thought this was, um, I think it's worth checking out. I will say that even if you do go to the physical exhibition at Ilham, um, it is nice to go to the website because you get a lot more of the pages. You can download them, you can blow them up because in the exhibition, it's it's a little bit more limited. Some of them yeah. are not, you can't flip through the pages. But But I think that for me, more than anything else, it allowed me to 
remember, I think, some of the things we've been through. It's really weird, right? Now that things yeah. are opening up again, um, I had forgotten so many things. When I look back at the fact that people, some some of the people who filled in these diaries were, you know, compulsively documenting what they ate every day or compulsively documenting receipts or... Uh, there was one that I actually really liked but also made me sad um, by Ang Ziyayi, who who repeatedly pasted in pictures of maps, like Google Maps, mm -hmm. and then pictures of shop fronts. Um, and in my head, I was wondering, ooh, is this like within her 10 kilometer radius? Um, are these just spaces that the only spaces that she could go to and they're all shut as well? Uh, so there's something very sad and melancholic about it. It made me remember a time that wasn't easy for me as well. Um, and I think all of those things are important and that was intriguing for me. I think I just want to piggyback really quickly on when you said like what you thought of it, the general takeaways. Just, I thought it was such a clever idea and so fit for purpose, right? In the sense that just give people these notebooks They'll have nowhere else to go except the walls of their confines or wherever they are. So they'll definitely fill it in. So I thought that was really smart. Um, yeah, I just felt like I, I needed to tell to 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 say that. Um, gosh, for me, I think because they're they're organized into categories. There are eight categories ranging from COVID nineteen and sickness to food to um, the living world, family. So that's the 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 categories, right? So I remember I came close. The first one is food. So food is like a gentle, kind of a gentle topic, right? Especially for us Malaysians, we're fond of it. But I remember even then, just like reading, it was sort of like the one that was really cute. And I forgive me, I, I forgot the name of the artist. Um, was basically she, they drew uh, uh, illustrations of all the little tea parties they were having with themselves. Yeah, because they can't go anywhere. So that those things were really cute. But then uh, some things moved, and I, and this is where things really resonated with me personally. Was a few people who are self-identified as uh, artists or creatives, where the questions that they had, I was like, I had those questions too. I grappled with them too. Sort of things of like imposter syndrome to like gaslighting yourself and and that whole idea of um, uh, I've fallen before, this is just yet another time and I will rise again and just those things. And I remember that I had phases, it felt like uh, of of throughout the whole uh, 2020, 2021. Um, yeah, like bookmarked by the different uh, MCOs, right? Uh, so I, re I remember having moments where I had those feelings as well. And so those personally, for me, it was satisfying to be able to see it from the other side now. But some of them, um, the social media culture, the hashtags. Yes. There was the hashtag uh, masa apa tak jadi hari ini with drawings <laughs> of their cooking. And then another one, hashtag hoi, redacted, kau dengar sini. Um, yeah, like just all sorts of things that I remember just the different, I guess the different realms we occupied, be it just, you know, being in our homes or the social media space lah. Yeah, which is, I think, very contemporary also, a commentary. <laughs> to me, I'm actually very curious about about the people who are a part of this project and perhaps almost intentionally nothing is shared with us except yeah. the diary, uh, mm -hmm. except the notebook uh, because clearly some of them seem like artists. I recognise some of their names. Um, they are people with established artistic or creative mm. careers and you can tell that from the notebooks as well, right? Some of them are beautiful. Yeah. Just visually, uh, Gladys Theo Simpson's um, oh, yeah. beautiful, um, you know, uh, paintings almost um, yeah. of daily life, of yep. people going about, you know, um, 
a, a woman selling something on the street, you know, a jar of pickles, things like that. Yeah. That's like a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah. Though, that was just, <laughs> yeah. I, I would honestly buy that if it was sold. Yeah. Um, G, um, sort of a little bit more loose. Um, I'm a big fan of her work. Mm. It was very interesting to see how her, usually her works are quite happy and joyful. Mm. But in this, there was a sort of a melancholy. There was a lot of self-reflection. Mm. Uh, the colours she used were a lot paler as well. So that was interesting for me when I yeah. knew that they were artists. But yeah. some of the others, I found it very intriguing. And, um, you know, I, re- I really found myself wondering, who are you? Um, you know, when you juxtaposition what seems like some very difficult questions that you're asking yourself, and then you draw or, you know, you just scribble, who are you? Um, you know, what were you going through? And, and I found yeah. that actually quite a profound experience. Yeah. No, definitely. And I just wanted to add, like, I would also just like, how are you doing now? Yes. You know, yeah. How do you look back? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's. I think what, what, what surprises me is how I thought it would be, I guess I didn't expect to be stirred and, uh, yeah, this much uh, by this exhibition. And why, because it's, it's tiny. It's a tiny, it's just a one room, uh, it's a one room exhibition. Um, and I thought like, yeah, okay, okay, this is nice. But then as I went through it, I was like, oh, okay, there are these things that it's unsettling within me. Um, and it made me remember, I don't know, Shamila, like, gosh, maybe it was two years ago, a year ago, when on another edition of uh, Everyone's Critic, you asked me, Adrian, are you tired of pandemic art? And I remember <laughs> I said, I'm curious to see what can happen. What You know, I'm curious to know more. I've seen, and this is an example, I was like, wow, it can, it can, it can reach you in certain parts lah, that I don't know if I'm ready to grapple with right now. Um, yeah, and, and I say this as somebody, in case anybody who knows me, hears me, is like worried about my, my, my state. Uh, how I'm doing like no 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 like I'm I'm in I'm I'm in a very good place but just even as even that you know that I can look back and just questions of equity justice lives lost um gosh uh vaccine distribution so many things right that the that the whole pandemic represents and um yeah I just realized that I think because it's still a story being told and you still feel very much part of it um and you're and you're also helpless so mm. there's there's that like space that you're in it can, it, it's, it's, I, I would say, of course, yes, go see it. I, I encourage, but be, keep your eyes wide open that you might catch yourself by surprise, your response. Yeah. I want to pick up on so many things that you just said, but we mm. do need to take a break. Uh, so we'll get back to it after this. Uh, mm. We're reviewing Project 555, Small Observations of an Ongoing Pandemic. It's an exhibition that's happening at Ilham Gallery until the 11th of December. Uh, but there's also um, an online component. You can check that out at malaysiadesignarchive.org. Let us know, are you up for pandemic art right now? You can WhatsApp us, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, BFM 89.9. Brainy, fancy material. BFM 89.9. Welcome back. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic with Sharmila. And today I'm joined by writer, playwright and translator Adriana Nurdin-Manan. And together we're reviewing Project 555, Small Observations of an Ongoing Pandemic. Uh, it's happening at the Ilham Gallery in collaboration with the Malaysia Design Archive. And it's an exhibition of 555 notebooks um, where people documented their experiences over the course of the pandemic and the lockdowns for a period of one month. So before the break, Adriana, you mentioned... 
things like the economy, equity, uh, vaccination. Um, and I know the exhibition is divided into themes, right? Um, the other thing, of course, is that even if you consume it online and you don't go to the exhibition, uh, it's not... I felt like there was a... a I, I'm not... This is not necessarily a criticism, perhaps, but I think the humanness and the introvertedness and the um, smallness, everydayness of this project in some ways then also almost necessarily means that those larger themes that you just mentioned don't really show up. And I'm not sure whether that's... I'm not sure whether I'm okay with that or whether... Yeah, I, I think I'm trying to unpack how I feel about that. Mm. Even the themes themselves don't really, yeah. you know, break those aspects down. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering with you as well. Um, but I think it's very fair what you said, you know, Shamila. And, and, and I think, um, you know, I'll just use myself as an example. Like, it's unfair for me to expect, like, suddenly, like, you know, commentary on... on like, it's not... This wasn't, like, a series of... Uh, qualitative interviews, right? Like these were just people expressing what they expressed. Yeah, but, and but would you I, be journaling yeah. about vaccine inequity? Yeah, you know? yeah, and would you be talking about like, yeah, I mean, you know, like, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> but um, I also think that because they're so micro, uh, they're just like little, like they're just like li little uh, prompts, you know, in your brain, or like little little pixels, maybe that fill up a photo, and then it becomes like, such a big thing, mm. and you yourself are are are, are consumed by it. Yeah, I was really yeah. I mean, just walk. I mean, I'll just name examples. Maybe um, the the spiritual reflections. I mean, I talked about the artists, right, being like the questions about uh, imposter syndrome, um, and just frustration. Somebody, one of them, I forgot their name. Again, apologies, but um, there was they were talking about. Just the whole idea of like uh, now people look at making art and just doing things like that, like oh to be uh to be better at it, like why why isn't it just about doing? So I was like oh that's pretty. I was like ah oh, that's a good reminder, um, and a good like I guess provocation a question. Um, another one that I really was touched by was uh when they looked inward spirituality. There was one uh artist talked about she wasn't sure about how she her status as a good Muslim or not. And, you know, and there was a sense of like holding space for herself, being forgiving and, and yeah, um, contemplating. Um, so those, I guess all of those, if you, if you, if you think about it, I mean, if you wanted to draw big uh, conclusions, you could be like, wow, there was like those, these are examples of like mental health pressures, you know, so we could then draw out those big questions. Um, but I don't think I agree with you. Like, I don't think that was the purpose and I'm totally okay with that. Uh, yeah, but it does. Yeah, because of the reasons I, I we spoke about earlier, it's it was it's just so close to home, no? In many ways, it is too close you. to home. Um, yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable <laughs> experience, and I don't mean that as a bad thing. Yeah, and I'm almost wondering whether the very fact that we engage with the personal and the everyday, yeah. and that makes us think about how, even though it doesn't show up, the specter yeah. of the the economy, the specter of yeah. the politics, is ever present. Um, yeah, I think that in itself perhaps is quite telling. Um, I I think perhaps one other aspect of this, of course, and again a limitation of the project, uh, mm -hmm. is the fact that it isn't perhaps uh, is the fact that I maybe would have liked to see more uh, responses or more documentation from a wider or more diverse group of people, um, because again I think this is. 
uh, I'm not. It was a sort of opt-in process, yeah. so it it feels like not everybody would have known this was happening, uh, you know. And so therefore, therefore, I think the points of view that we get, the experiences that we get, are also limited in a particular way, mm-hmm. uh, which might also lead to why we are getting particular kinds of narratives and not others. Yeah. Um, I will say though that some of the the ways in which people chose to engage with this idea, um, one one that I didn't expect to like as much but kept flipping or rather online kept flipping through um, was by Haslin Ismail and they were just anatomical mm. sketches they were sketches mm. of the the body of bones mm. um, and then there was something very I think at a time when we were so when we was we were constantly getting information about the body and and yeah. um, you know caring for the body and isolating and all of this stuff, um, those kinds of things impacted me quite a bit in ways that I can't quite name. Mm. Um, so there's absolutely a lot of value I think in in using this as a way to reflect back. Yeah. Um, I'm just not. I feel like it's important to say though that it's it is not a uniformly cute or pleasant experience, even though the works, some of them are actually just very beautiful. Completely. Um, I When I uh, I looked, I was walking around, I saw that, for example, the Malaysia Institute of Art uh, encouraged their students to participate. So there's this whole part where it's like, wow, this is pretty uh, colours uh, everywhere. And, and and not just confined to them. Uh, there was also other uh, artists who were really compelling um and and you're right that's the thing Jamila it's like I think because it was this mix of some some things being cute and fuzzy and tender specifically like the cat pictures or stories about the pets you know um yeah it was really heartwarming but then you also remember I uh, there was one artist that they stuck that little you know that little clip at the top of your loaf of bread that just puts it together with the expiry right one of them like that stuck that and then it was part of a timeline and then to like the different key milestones or like moments in 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 Malaysia's that pandemic journey if you can put it that way um so yeah I guess I think that's it really it just um that juxtaposition of the mundane and the like oh ha ha silly things you can relate to but also that that looming sense of like it wasn't a good time it wasn't a good time it wasn't a good time it was a rough time um yeah yeah and I think that's why maybe it brings you a bit to it brings 2020 and 21 a bit to sharper focus where you're like Eek. yeah it, it yeah I bris- I bristled I would say like I think the word that came to mind was like bristling yeah smiling or sometimes feeling like feeling a, a quiet sense of collective experience but also bristling often here and there um so my my advice really is I mean the after a while I didn't want to be I intentionally not wanting to be like overstimulated I just like pick and choose a few books flip flip, flip through and just walk ahead pick and choose flip through and then remember but don't n- neither did I feel the desire to like take picture document share like no it just felt like you were in a Gosh, can I? It's almost like a memorial. Can we put that? that put it that oh, way. Oh, actually, like now a, that you've said it's it, it's like a memorial. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That's that's absolutely how it feels. <laughs> um, you almost yeah. feel a little bit like you want to step away, but you also want to honor this yeah. this part of themselves that they've shared with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right, actually, and yeah. and I think that frames it absolutely in the way that you have to be ready perhaps for that kind of feeling um you know which i mean i would recommend the show but i will i will say that it may not be the easiest experience for everyone yeah and go with a friend or something and just i don't know 
yeah look look at other artwork after yeah it'll it. have yeah. huge it has other yeah. other exhibitions up yeah just just give yourself that space because it will it will reach places yeah i think yeah i would venture <laughs> yeah. adriana thanks for doing this with me Thank you, Sharmila, for the invitation. We've been reviewing Project 555, Small Observations of an Ongoing Pandemic. Uh, that's happening till the 11th of December at Ilham Gallery. You can also check out the works online at malaysiadesignarchive.org. Let us know, are you still up for pandemic art? You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.